following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. It's our adventures with Superman on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Editor-in-chief at ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffris. And... I'm, I'm Stephen Oz. I just do social media stuff. He does more than just social media stuff, I can tell you. Nice and you'll find out what, what his uh, expertise is in this episode. There's a very specific reason... We've invited our uh, staff mate, Steven, to join us. He has a very um, important set of skills that Sketch and I both, uh, <laughs> let's say, are lacking. And no, he isn't going to kidnap anyone. But, but. You never know. <laughs> exactly. He's going to kidnap someone and force them to hear Superman trivia. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Sit there for two hours. All I know is if there was a Marvel Ultimate Alliance for DC, and I mean like exactly like it, just like DC Ultimate Alliance, there was a like mini game where you would have to know like comic trivia for Marvel World. My brother was a whiz at it. We were able to ace it because of him. I have a feeling Steven would be able to 100% uh, that rather easily. I would say 85%. They could throw some stuff in there that's like way, you know, out, there's out a, there. There's but. a lot. There's a, there a lot is. of Superman comics. A <laughs> lot of history with it. But thankfully, we get to share some history with Toonami with this uh, series. And before we start with like a rundown of everything, I have to say, and it's something that Steve and I have talked about. I've been really enjoying this. Surprisingly, like, I don't know what it is, but like, it's it's not like. It's kind of like that surprise Primal for me, only I think Primal is a much better show, like, overall, in just, like, you know, animation, te uh, technical stuff, like, sound, all that stuff, but, like, legit, this has actually been a lot more fun than I was expecting. Like, it even genuinely has been making me laugh. This last episode made me laugh hysterically with uh, Jimmy and, um, what's-his-face, um, Steve. Like, I was actually laughing out loud about that, uh, of the stuff, so I was just like, why is this making me laugh? This is so, like slapstick but yet it works like it's been really good overall i find the show really really fun like i might say it's not quite a toonami show personally like if you're like want to be well actually or technical on it personally just because i think it's a little too bright if that makes any sense uh maybe yeah, that'll change uh, later on the tone is pretty pretty happy-go-lucky yeah but like overall the like i have to say it the character designs on fucking par of what i would expect for something that i like i really See, do enjoy it cj you you just like lois i mean i mean i mean yeah listen listen the short hair works all right <laughs> she is a dime and second that episode where they go to that party. Who was that villain again? Doctor something? Doctor Ivo. Yeah. She was looking good. So <laughs> by all means, 100% yes. But yeah. uh, overall, like, I love how Jimmy looks. I love mm -hmm. how Clark looks. 
Uh, the yeah. villains have looked really good. Like after you saw Ivo like disfigured, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh wow, that's a little more than I was expecting. That's really good." So it it's one of those types of things where I've been pleasantly surprised by this. And like I said, it definitely doesn't quite have the same feel of what I would expect for what Toonami's looking at right now. You know, like, and I just mean more so of a sense of like Adult Swim. You know, trying to be more adult animation style, a bit darker, so to say, or at least have subjects that are heavier than like what I would expect back like on its Cartoon Network days. You know, this definitely feels like uh, more inspired by the animated series, which had its dark moments, obviously, but it definitely felt more bright than, say, like uh, the uh, the Batman series, as well as Batman Beyond, which is goaded without a doubt. So it's one of those types of things where I, I feel like it's a spiritual successor in that regard, like presentation wise. But overall, I've been I've been thoroughly impressed. I, I've really enjoyed my time. It's it makes uh, staying up really easy, and my night would only be better if uh, One Piece was ahead of Fully Cooly. I'd be so happy. Mm-hmm. But and, and to be help. and to be fair, to be fair. We get we've been getting our most traffic on Fooly Cooly, surprisingly. So, like I say, clearly Adult Swim knows something we don't, which is evident. But um, I, I've just I've really been pleasantly surprised by uh, this series, and I don't know, like it's one of those kind of things where I'm happy to be that kind of surprise. Like I wasn't having much going into it, and then having it kind of hit me the way that it has. No, I've, I'm very happy this is encoring on Toonami. Doesn't mean that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with what we got out of San Diego Comic-Con of, like, originals planned for the block specifically. But, no, this has been great. This has honestly been really, really good. I can I can totally agree with that. Uh, it's fun. It's lighthearted. It has its serious moments. But, I mean, that's what Superman is, right, at, at, at its core. It's, it's Superman becoming this person out there aside from Clark Kent and and I do want to address that with you CJ that why does it feel light and you know uplifting and everything it's because that's what Metropolis is yeah right? it's, it's a lot dark. different from it, Gotham yeah it's Gotham City's all dark and brooding and it, it evokes what Batman is Superman is evokes what Metropolis is this beaming city of tomorrow this thing that can go out there and and lift people's you know spirits up and you have superman there to do that and so it tsunami is this thing of like this wave of emotion and that's what it is a tsunami of animation a tsunami of 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 whatever is out there and whatever the tide brings in and it brought in you know superman and it fits right it's that action cartoony that kind of feeling of hey you can be this guy if you truly wanted to do this. It makes me feel like I'm back home. My time traveled, really. Which I like. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do like that. How does this compare to Smallville? Because um, I know this is kind of like, I guess, in a similar vein, just because you, like, see how Superman becomes Superman, and we're kind of mm-hmm. getting that with My Adventures of Superman right now. How, do, how does the mm-hmm. two compare? Um, so Smallville, it... Smallville is a live-action version that aired on WB starting in, what, 1999 i'm sure that's like wrong it's, it's an it's older show I, I remember 90s, yeah i remember yeah. it back when i was a kid so like yeah that's why i asked because uh, i never saw it it aired on wb um and then it went all the way to the cw uh when it first started i think the final season aired when it was transitioning from wb to cw 
they they pick up at different points. Um, so uh, Smallville ends when he gets he finally becomes that Superman symbol. He finally opens up his you know his oh, uniform. He's saved, he's, saved, he's okay. like going finally like saved the world from apocalypse coming the first time with dark side and everything and he kind of goes out there and he saves the world this is kind of like not a continuation of it it's kind of like the time when he first wakes up and goes to his first job right um this was covered in maybe the final three seasons of uh small so you know he got the job went up there and he uh, did his job, and like he was known as the Blur at that time. Uh, so they kind of <laughs> I had, like that. Oh, that's yeah, so clever. Kind of, yeah, they kind of had um, they kind of had that uh, that gist of it when you seen that first episode where he was like blurring and all over and like speeding really fast and everything. That kind of fading. Um, yeah, it 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 evokes it well, but it it stands off on its own because it's a different thing. It's a different retelling of the same story. And I think that it fits. It, it it works well. It's, I mean, it, comparing live action and uh, animation are like two different things. But the story-wise... I, um, I meant more of the story for sure. Yeah, story-wise, it's, it's kind of the same, right? How many times can you retell the Superman, you know? I don't know. Ask Spider-Man with Uncle Ben keep dying. <laughs> I uh, find an interesting similarity between that and Smallville, as I recall is a lot of the powers came mm-hmm. from the kryptonite. And in this case, a lot of the powers are coming from Kryptonian technology. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so I guess... That's that's a, that's a new element. I so I guess we could start there, Sketch, because like, I was a bit thrown off with the starting of the series with us getting that kind of aspect for it. Because I always... And again, I have my own preconceived notions just because I'm very noobish when it comes to superman stuff and i'm even noobish with marvel stuff even though i would call myself more of a marvel fan as opposed to the properties that i've consumed both in video games uh written and uh television so like kind of break it down for me like when we start off with that because that kind of threw me for a loop seeing how they're using it more like technology from his planet as opposed from like kryptonite itself yeah, they haven't really introduced Kryptonite itself yet, but I'm sure that'll happen eventually. It seems like when he crash-landed uh, however many years ago, um, there was some Kryptonian technology that got out there. Somebody got it, and uh, now it's all over the city ever since uh, Leslie Willis, a.k.a. Livewire, ended up uh, just giving it to anybody who was interested because she didn't want it to end up with uh, Slade Wilson and all of them. So wait, is she not working with Slade? Well, no. she wasn't. She might be forced to. That's kind of mm-hmm. the impression I'm getting from the last time we saw her. So, right. So is this is so and I'm very so you're going to have to like pardon me for, you know, not knowing necessarily care stuff. So this this Wilson, she's like a government contractor, of some sort, or some sort of military uh, personnel. Are you asking about Slade Wilson or Leslie Willis? Willis, thank you, Leslie. Because Slade, uh, I always thought was a mercenary. I believe that uh, Willis uh, is just um, uh, Willis is just. Uh, I think she's just a crook. 
Oh, she just, okay. She just stole some technology and wanted to make some money off of it. Got you. And she's spreading it around. And then, so what I'm getting at from at least what we got up to this episode, the most recent episode of five is that she's doing this. She pretty much created a monster in, in Slade just because he has the technology that he has, which he probably got from her buying it, whatever. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you have um, General Lane, who's like, uh, I hate Superman for bringing this stuff here as opposed to the people using it. And they're kind of like working together to like stop Superman from bringing potentially more disasters. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, there's Amanda Waller in there and she usually has her own motivations for things. Mm-hmm. So, OK, it's hard. It's hard to say what the ultimate goal is of this government organization. Um, oh, I can tell you what it is. <laughs> it's, 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 well, it's only one thing. It's the control Superman. They want to yeah, use him as a weapon. Yeah, that time. too. But, um, you know, they're, they say their ultimate goal is to protect the earth, but in order to do that, they will, uh, control people that have powers they will control they will try to control superman um, they have a lot of interest in him at this point but when they had the option to get some tech back or go after superman it's like no get the tech <laughs> okay we can we'll get superman another time it's just it's it's just interesting just because like a, I'm learning as I'm watching, thanks to, of course, Steven, and now, of course, on the, being on this podcast with you as well, Sketch, because you seem to be just as well-versed, which is great. I love the fact that I, I'm going to say it because it's going to be funny. I love it when I'm the dumbest one on the podcast. I am so happy about it. <laughs> He's the Steve. Yes, exactly. But he scooped it. I really do enjoy this type of retelling because... I think it makes a lot of sense, especially with how technology has advanced, like, now. Like, it'd be kind of weird, like, seeing older kind of time time periods with Superman now, because I don't think that would attract necessarily a new audience or a younger audience. But when they have it a little bit more, like, relatable, I think that's a really good idea. So, like, making these weapons that came from alien technology and it's like you have all these conflicting interests and people who have different ideas of what they should do with it or if they should do anything with it so i just i don't know i I found it kind of fascinating because like i didn't quite get it until obviously um at least i i didn't get it when until like we got to the more recent episode when things are tying more together and of course you know live tweeting with steven helping me when i'm like I have no idea what the heck is happening. <laughs> well, that's he did it. He did Superman's a tw- fighting Deathstroke. That's what happened. Well, what was funny is all of a sudden, like he did a tweet. It's like General Lane. I was like, wait, is that Lois's dad? And he's like, you don't know this. So just like, I thought she was like an only child, like orphan. Like I have no freaking clue that she had a family. No, she's an army yeah. brat. Yeah. Oh, it's- see, I didn't know that. There's only one military guy that's in like every Superman episode, and it's General Lane. Well, what like, about the? What about that live action movie with Martha Martha thing? Like, was that Lois's father that died in that like uh, fighter jet? In uh, Batman versus Superman? Yeah, I don't I think that was I her dad. So. Was it? it? I mean, I mean, they could have. I mean, there's other military way. people that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's not always General Wayne. But, okay, but it's always uh, so far in this show they're referring to him as the general, which <laughs> you might catch is what Lois calls him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, but I actually didn't make that connection until just now. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. that's very interesting because we keep seeing these flashes of um, General Lane being involved with that crash. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, maybe that's how her mother died. Mm. <laughs> that's that's kind of that's that, kind of. Yeah, kind of dark is... for this show. Actually. <laughs> yeah. It's dark, but it's something I don't think in... I mean, you guys can correct me wrong if you know it, or maybe I'll check it out later on, but I don't think any show really examined where her mother was or, like, in how she became this old, this child that, the you know, that General Lane had to take care of and move around to all these army bases. I'm not the one to ask on that one. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You know, you can just tweet it to us at Toonami's Faithful, and, you know, we'll see it, and it'll go by. <laughs> Look at yeah, this. Right. Pro plug right there. Yeah. So, it, they're doing the kind of villain of the week thing currently, but they're also building towards something, obviously. They're building so the some love. Episode, <laughs> yeah, they deal with, uh, with Leslie Willis, and she gets the electric suit which after using it too much and it getting damaged it starts giving her electric electricity powers so it seems like they're doing kind of a taking a classic villain kind of redoing them for the modern age and then something happens and they become closer to the classic version of that character like what we got with parasite like as soon as i heard the word parasite i'm like oh no this yep. is not gonna end well yeah. <laughs> they don't uh i this is probably the first time that they have combined uh, dr anthony ivo with parasite so that is an interesting change but that it does make sense of what what he makes at um his company yeah, yeah. He, uh, you know, he's he's building all these armor and weapons, but uh, his Amazo company <laughs> kind of nodding to the fact that Amazo is going to happen at some point somehow. And his assistant named Alex has red hair. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe one Alexander Luther. <laughs> Perhaps, hmm. perhaps you're not that clever. Show you're not that clever. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you're still, clever about certain things. I'm still waiting for Brainiac to show up, man. That villain haunts me, dude. Well, I feel like there's a strong possibility that Brainiac is somewhere in that ship. <laughs> oh, he has to be, because all kinds of bad stuff has come from that ship. Never also, get on very, the ship. Very interesting. Uh, choice to have uh Kal-El's father Jarrell not speak English because of course he doesn't know English that makes that's perfect sense that's like that's like what would happen if something you know would happen like here real life I mean would you would that person actually understand English understand the technology to like 
I mean, that doesn't make sense. Like, how does one process mm-hmm. a alien coming here and then you being raised your whole life speaking one thing and then all of a sudden your whole life is turned upside down by finding out you're an alien and oh yeah your father does not speak the same language you do mm-hmm. yeah that's but he managed to communicate with him through visions so yeah that's I'm sure that we'll get more of that as things progress but how great was it he has Magical girl transformation. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Amazing. And then his mom's like, it's missing something. Maybe mm-hmm. a belt, definitely some trunks. <laughs> <laughs> and a magic wand. I love wand. his mom. There's, they, they are obviously trying to make her look like Deku's mom. No, they are <laughs> not. It's just a trope. Yeah, exactly. They're not like... It wasn't like it was inspired by My Hero Academia. Let's let's. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of anime-inspired things in this. Let's not get crazy. I bet you these people are like Paul and hate anime. Mm. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> they happen to like shoujo anime a lot. <laughs> that is a cut above regular anime sketch. We do not degrade shoujo with our typical other anime shows shonen how uh shonen uh, i mean there's a little bit of dbz in here don't don't <laughs> even lie there's at least a little bit also several mechs that look a lot like Evangelion. <laughs> they do <laughs> it makes perfect sense to have superman fight a robot for the first thing he fights it makes oh, perfect yeah. sense because you know it's a good way to test his strength mm-hmm. without you know hurting a human being no, gotta have Superman fight a robot first thing. It's that's how it always works. Yep, classic villain. Well, it's like the Sam Jack approach. Yeah, we're not showing any blood. It's just oil. He's slicing up robots. Totally yeah. legit. Kids love it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's totally fine. Uh, yeah. So this show has also introduced some other characters that are kind of amalgamations of various characters from DC comics. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if anybody's a, a big fan of intergang, but they might be a little disappointed at this version of intergang, <laughs> which happened to be just a bunch of kids that are bad at robbing stores. <laughs> but, uh, among them, you have, uh, rough house is an actual member of intergang. You have uh, Mist, who is not usually a member of Inner Gang, and Silver Banshee, who is also not usually a member of Inner Gang. But, you know, it works. <laughs> when I first saw Silver Banshee, I was like, oh, is this like that that one, one uh, like a uh, female version of that, that one guy with the sound powers? I was like, no, that's actually supposed to be Silver Banshee. But what's with I mean, that hollow works. mask? <laughs> Yeah, it's weird, but it works, right? He's he's fighting some like weird alien tech powered people yeah. that he's like, hey, don't do this anymore. That's like that's Superman. Be, be careful with the ice beam, guys. The thing doesn't turn off very easily. Then where's my Batman in this series sketch? Oh, Batman's Lois Lane. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! I mean, that's literally what the show creator said. Oh, really? 
Where, whereas Superman is uh, looking for, you know, peace and prosperity and helping everyone. Uh, Lois Lane is about justice. <laughs> She's about, uh, you know, righting the wrongs. So when that's winning that like award. Batman. Yeah, that too. It's so weird to have a version of Lois Lane who's not already an ace reporter. It's I just kind of have to wrap my brain around that. But it's you know, it's it's good. She's currently trying to prove herself mm-hmm. and <laughs> having a hard time doing it. <laughs> I mean, in Smallville, she was already up there. Or yeah. just at least a reporter enough that she would break stories and she would do that because mm-hmm. she was, yeah, she was in that last few seasons of Smallville because mm-hmm. right then it was Lana Lane. Yeah. Or, yeah, when it it was like the cousin or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is, of course, a very different interpretation where Clark and Jimmy are already friends before they even start working on the planet. They're roommates even. And uh, they're meeting Lois for the first time. So usually uh, Lois doesn't find out who Superman is until she's, you know, an established reporter. But Mm -hmm. because this is also when Superman's first, I mean, in all other versions, when Superman comes to Metropolis, that's when he's already, you know, working as a reporter as Clark Kent. So, yeah, you you, kind of have to roll with that change. And I, I think it's funny because their relationship is so darn cute. It totally is. Just want to see these kids get together. I just want to see them kiss. Like, just like one, like the last episode, the last scene, they just kiss. Well, I mean, you kind of got your heart wrenching moment when she's like, we're going to find this out one way or another. Oh, yeah. Uh, Reckless Lois. Mm-hmm. As, nothing uh, new people as steven would say typical lois apparently it is it's 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 this is what she does right she finds out hey clark's keeping some secret from her she doesn't like any secrets and then one way or another she just jumps off a building to pl- prove that clark is superman and it's like that's every superman movie every superman anything it's always her jumping off a building to do that. And it's like one day, you know, girl, you might make a mistake. Yeah. And what if that was actually Clark Kent? Yeah. Oh, it's... I shot him with a blank. Yeah. Oh, got you. <laughs> got you. Uh, but I mean, and... let's, let's not make light of this. Uh, mm-hmm. George Reeves had a very traumatic experience where a kid tried to shoot him mm-hmm. and he had to try and talk the kid down from doing it because yep. you know the kid didn't have a good grasp of reality mm-hmm. yeah, so let's not make light of shooting people to make sure they're superman <laughs> what's that you i'm about to do exactly what you just said give me a second <laughs> Everything in this uh, pod- cl- podcast is uh, a disclaimer. Uh, nothing is real. <laughs> no, nothing is real, including the hosts. <laughs> we are we just are not here. We are just simulations built up by Tom and Sarah and Wormy. Got to throw in Wormy. That's, that's right. But let us stress that we are not AI. No. no. 
Not at all. Listen, I told I was telling Stephen this when I was a kid. There's Brainiac, nothing artificial or intelligent among us. Brainiac was the scariest <laughs> villain for me, so no, definitely not. I don't know what it was, but it freaked me out as a kid. And Brainiac will be really good in this show, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, when when they get to that point of building it up, because mm-hmm. isn't who are they showing in the, the um the uh, oh the title yeah, that, card. Who are the shadows? Card. Yeah, that's, well, that's something that's interesting right there. Like, I feel like that big figure in the far, far back is probably Brainiac. Because I, like it. I'm pretty sure I can identify everybody else. I see Slade. I see Heatwave. I see the inner gang kids. I see Parasite and. Uh, Livewire. And who's so, that uh space bounty hunter, Lobo? When's he coming in? Oh man. Oh. I hope they use him. <laughs> he seemed to be so popular from the man. animated series. That guy. That guy he he wanes in popularity because he's like the Deadpool of Oh, DC. gotcha. Oh, so he doesn't he, I thought he was just a Superman yeah. thing. So he could be just all over he, DC. He no, he, he he is a Superman thing, but he's like a kind of uh amalgamation of who the audience is right they're seeing him in some other thing and he while he doesn't break that fourth wall like deadpool does um he he kind of like goes wild and like it like taking over the the what the scenery and everything else in the show and it's like hey this is my channel this is who i am what do you know the male harley quinn (laughs) yeah there there you go yeah, maybe he'll much. show up. I don't know. He probably got should. White skin and crazy hair. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have to say, or at least ask, because this name has been brought up a lot. Um, was it Dark Side or Dark Side? Is he like That's... the worst villain for Superman? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the worst uh, villain for like the DC universe. Yeah, he's like the, so he's Thanos, the biggest of yeah. big bads. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah. quite literally. <laughs> yeah. okay, well, basically yeah, well, the same character. Are, well, do you see any lead up to him? The stuff uh, with certainly. I mean, okay. Yeah, I I would say the stuff with uh, intergang. I mean, and maybe the alien technology because I want to say if they start using boom tubes or something like some teleportation thing, then mm-hmm. yes. But um, if they start doing like. I mean, the alien tech, like, let if we want to, like, really investigate it, um, the alien tech is is Kryptonian-based, but if it was Kryptonite, Superman couldn't do his usual Superman stuff, right? Oh, he's, right, know, yeah. He's allergic to it, right? You know, that's the best mm-hmm. thing you can say about it, right? It drains him of all his powers in some one way or another. Mm-hmm. If this was alien tech that uh, Darkseid uses... Like maybe their ships crashed or some other, you know, thing happened that his ship landed in Kansas and something out the debris field landed where General Lane was and everything else. If that was that, then this could be the lead up to a dark side thing. I like where your head's at. Mm. That's some real good storytelling. Yeah. Then you have like granny goodness coming in and you have, you know, these other kind of different heroes and or villains coming in and. And just going crazy in Metropolis because, right, Metropolis is a character in itself. 
and the one thing that's like the one way of how how do you make a superman video game you if superman's invulnerable what do you do you you know the last video game that came out with superman superman returns which was based on the movie was that the city was the point of of destruction right if the city got too much destructed it would be game over right and so and so what would happen was is um while they didn't face our dark side this could be a way of doing it because metropolis and in apocalypse the planet would always combine always like this like symbiotic relationship where it was like hey if this one was here, Darkseid soon to follow because he wants to get Superman and somehow Superman wants to stop him because it was the one thing, the anti-life equation. And it, it, that's basically the big bad of, you know, the big good or bad, depending on who would have the equation. And it's basically, you know, the the Infinity Stone and the Infinity Gauntlet and Marvel stuff because mm-hmm. whoever has that basically rules everything and like destroys everything i know mm. it, it's weird i but, really yeah. like your theories with this because it makes a lot of sense to me right <laughs> and i'm not someone who's very well versed when it comes mm-hmm. to this stuff so like all of a sudden you mention like oh hey this could be lead up here this is like how you see this kind of symbiotic relationship between like superman mm-hmm. and metropolis and i don't know it's just it's, it's fascinating and i guess maybe it feels more fascinating for me because I'm kind of taking like this more recent telling as is, right? I don't have any preconceived notions so much. Like I couldn't draw comparisons from like the animated series that aired on Toonami or Justice League Unlimited because I was, I wouldn't say like I didn't like, I, I liked them. I just didn't really invest time to just be like, hey, why don't I find out about this? Or why don't I find out of that? You know, it was more so of a sense of just, I took things as is for that. And so hearing how you're seeing like potential foundations being laid for what could come with my adventure to Superman, this might turn out to be even more of a hit than I thought. Cause I like that. I like that kind of storytelling. And of course I'm biased because you're talking to a kingdom hearts fan. So like that's just <laughs> foreshadowing upon foreshadowing. <laughs> so it's one of those types of things where I always enjoy that type of storytelling I will say, so I'm sure people will be like, well, so then you really love Marvel's Cinematic Universe. No, not really. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just making TV shows, man. Like, at this point, like, it was cute when it led up to Endgame, right? And, like, the Thanos stuff. But now it's just, it's it's getting a bit much. So it's just, like, mm-hmm. I, I like storytelling where you have to, like, really dive into it. But yet, what I, you know, while I do like that, uh, My Adventures with Superman seems to be something where you can just take it as is, which I really like, too. Oh, yeah. It, it, you don't have to dig deep into mm-hmm. the lore to actually understand what this show's about. It's it's about a relationship between three friends, and one of them just happens to be some guy who's like an, a god. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, um, My Hero Academia. It, it It is with that, you know, lore of... You can dig deep if you want, right? It's there. You see all these characters. And, you know, we all know what Amanda Waller looks like. And I didn't. Like... I didn't. So that's a <laughs> let's not go too crazy with okay. those. OK, well, we'll uh, press the break on that one. But, you know, it, you you understand of like this. There is something other here other than, you know, the surface thing. There's this, a lot of digging deeper and. 
I got to say a lot of people, you know, that I see in social media doing uh, the stuff with Two and Army's Faithful and making all the tweets and that, a lot of people like it. And a lot of people see, like, the new incarnation of Slade Wilson, and it's like, oh, Slade's here. And it's like, wait a minute. What about Teen Titans? I was about it's to say, like, where's my Teen Titans sketch? I need <laughs> to know what happened when they found Terra again, God damn it. <laughs> Probably never gonna get that again. No, but, you know, we never, never will. Know. And Teen I, Titans, I was not, I was not ready for Pretty Boy Slade. <laughs> and then Teen Titans Go said, "Oh, if you watch this movie, we'll bring it back." You fucking liars! <laughs> well, they did bring it back for a crossover. You yeah, fucking was... liars! <laughs> that was just a poor man's turtles forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just what I thought. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans had it bad. God damn it. <laughs> so uh, I do want to say I'm looking at the title card for um, uh, the Superman intro of all the villains in the background. There are a lot. <laughs> and there are a lot. A lot of them, I'm like, these are some really interesting incarnations of them if they are. Um, I do want to say, I don't know if that's Brainiac in the background, but there's a guy with red eyes back there, and there's only one person with red eyes in the Superman DC universe. Lobo. That's kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you do have it's a Godzilla. It's either Lobo or yeah. Darkseid. Or Godzilla, yeah. I just heard. What the heck? Did yeah, Superman fight Godzilla? Godzilla? There's a Godzilla-looking uh, creature back there. Uh, I do think that's someone who we I thought that have... was Parasite. They, see, that's the thing. I think that might be um, a Mazo. Uh, that might be a, like an evolved form of Parasite Amazo because Parasite's taking the powers, and what Amazo does is replicate the powers, right? It, um, mm. CJ, CJ, you know of uh, the Taskmaster. Taskmaster. I'm not as familiar, but uh, I do know of the name, yes. Yeah, so uh, Taskmaster. Master I think that was like in- my brother's favorite DC villain. Uh, he's a Marvel, uh, Marvel villain, actually. Marvel. Oh, yeah, then that's so. then that's why I've heard the name because my brother's like, no, this dude's awesome. So there we go. He yeah, likes yeah. both. Unlike many like snobs, you have to pick one or the other. He actually likes <laughs> both, and then throw in Spawn too. He just loves comics. Well, hey, you got a good person. You can yeah. talk to him about this show. I will not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he will not. Um. Yeah. It. A lot of interesting things. What we're looking at, like the first five episodes, we're five episodes into this thing, and uh, if we're seeing the the things with Parasite and with could be an Amazo type villain coming in because Ivo creates has his Amazo tech. All the phones. If you looked at what episode five, um, when Jimmy and Superman are calling each other, there's the Amazo tech logo on there. So everything's Amazo in this universe. And so the Taskmaster, master, as I was saying, UCJ, is basically a Marvel villain who can copy any moves after he sees it at once. Amazo basically is a robot that does the same thing. He gotcha. gets the powers. He gets the powers of all, like, you know, the Justice League and basically takes them out. And this is what Amazo was always there to do. Mm. So Ivo making Amazo, making his parasite suit. If the parasite suit's taking powers and understanding them, kind of like a computer or an AI thing, then this could be the next step of having Amazo in it. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just 
tons of theories on what can happen in this, you know. <laughs> we just have a lot of setup that's distracting us from the real story of a love tale between two young two young uh people who want to know mm-hmm. the truth mm-hmm. about each other. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And poor Jimmy who keeps getting ignored. I know. And well, he wasn't ignored at the end of the last episode we saw. Yeah. I don't know if he wanted that kind of attention, but, you know, he he got it. Yeah. I still think there's something up with Jimmy. I think Jimmy knew the whole time. And I I told you this, CJ, I think, when we were doing the tweets. I think Jimmy knew the whole time that Clark was Superman. Uh, Well, I mean, he even said things like, gee, I wonder how my alarm clock keeps getting broken every day. (laughs) <laughs> yep, there, there's a lot of a lot of coincidences because if Lois can catch on that fast, Jimmy's yeah. right there. Well, he, definitely uh, he was a little thrown off by all the bagels, so I mean, you can't be completely sure about that. <laughs> ah, true. Uh, I love I love that too. Where it's like, is this about? Ba- Are you just hungry, or like, is something going on? <laughs> Like oh, I said, like this, cream cheese. right? Like it's just even funny. Like that was also really funny too. Or how about he came back without a bagel? Or how about the fact where all of a sudden Lois is like, "What is in this? A dumbbell?" Opens it. It's in fact a dumbbell. She's like, "What the yeah. fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> and then Clark just picks it up casually, throws it onto the cabinet, crushes the cabinet. <laughs> yeah. What is a cabinet made of in that universe? Tinfoil, you know, <laughs> to crush it. That oh, much. it was so funny. No, no, no like Obviously I, I was not as sturdy as the table. I was, yeah. I was laughing about. It. I was legitimately laughing about. It. I was like, "There's no freaking way. That's too good. That's too good." Steve Lombard, you know, just redoing oh, yeah. dumbbell, dumbbells in the newspaper, Daily Planet. <laughs> oh, and Steve I, and Lombard. I. Okay. His YouTube page? Nah. <laughs> uh, as soon as that happened, I was like, yeah, that that's realistic. Oh, I know that feeling very much, Jimmy. <laughs> Everyone that's on this realistic. podcast knows your pain on that one. Mm-hmm. Of course you'd immediately have a troll. <laughs> nah. But the really amusing thing to me is he finds out that Jimmy is Flamebird, and he's like, oh, cool. Okay, film me. <laughs> yeah. You're going to film me trashing you, and you're going to like it. He's going to take him under his wing. We got to stick yeah. together. Nah. You know, he's, he, he gives him a lot of bad advice, but he does give him some good advice. Some. A little. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> one thing he, the one advice that he gave him, scoop it. You know, that's all he's going to do. He's going to come in and scoop that, you know, title. Uh, how uh how unobservant is the the prison oh true true (laughs) i'm cat grant yes yep like you don't look anything like cat grant yeah just let them in they're good enough (laughs) (laughs) dibs on not steve you know what's funny i can i can attest you that does work what lois and them did trust me (laughs) cj knows those ways (laughs) i do well i mean it's easy enough to do at an anime convention you just take somebody else's badge (laughs) i know but i'm talking about like a little more i don't know important i guess (laughs) situations Mm. with that Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think Jimmy's being um a little too hard on <laughs> Clark and Lois for not being at his beck and call at all moments. I mean, it's a very busy city and emergencies happen all the time. Yeah, as we mm-hmm. saw from the scanner. They don't, don't necessarily have the opportunity to pick up the phone. I feel like it didn't used to be the case that people would expect you to respond to them immediately. But now, since everybody has cell phones, they know you're just just a text or a phone call away. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get me don't get me started on that. I'd be like, no, I'm gonna take my time even if I want to with that. I don't care. <laughs> I did love the police scanner. Oh, never mind, Superman already took care of it. Oh, never mind, Superman already took care of that too. Yep, you got that. Or how about the fact where Lois handcuffs herself to him? It's like, oh yes, the Come man who on, could girl. literally who could That's literally like break work. anything in the freaking planet and it's like, Yes, you found I the do. one thing. I love the fact that he takes her to the planet and then is like, okay, enough with the handcuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with it. Takes it the iconic top of the of the daily planet. It's it like, okay, I'm done it would have been funny too. It's like, oh, you didn't seem to want to take it away when we were dancing together. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, Clark, I totally get it. I am right there with you. What I would call, what you would say is a nuisance, I would say you're very lucky. So, yep. so, Take the dubs when you can, my friend. I was uh, uh, getting flashbacks to uh, Marin busting out of her cosplay and Gojo trying to fix it when Lois was trying to <laughs> fix Clark. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, he's too swole. <laughs> busting out of that shirt. <laughs> Like, oh, little Lois back action. Nah, this is why it's on Adult Swim. Yep. Yeah, as soon as you saw that, that it was just like, yep, you know exactly where this is heading. Tsunami understands show. the audience, and trust me, the audience is very happy. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there in the art section that's like, whoa. We're, whoa. we're not going to go whoa. there, Steve. <laughs> you could yeah. do that on Darrell's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've seen I mean, a I meme. joke, but that that's probably one of the legitimate reasons why Cartoon Network went, mm, you know, <laughs> you yeah, know, uh, Adult Swim. Maybe you should play that. Yeah, but especially when you get some shots playing it. When you got shots of like her, uh, I would say on her butt. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I definitely see what they're trying to do here. And hey, I'm a card carrying adult. I'm very happy about that. That is, I'm yeah, never no going to complain. Yeah, absolutely. Not but I absolutely see the reason why you'd say maybe you'd want to change this up. But let me tell you, Lois has become super popular from the series on, uh, as Steven was mentioning, very, very popular, which is good. I like that, mm-hmm. especially because, like, sure, it's debuting on Adult Swim. In fact, it's going to be debuting in about, what, two and a half hours? Um so it's just like that's awesome because like you'll still be able to find an audience with it on tsunami it's like hey i wasn't able to catch it on thursday maybe i'll catch it on saturday instead right it's like oh cool it's it's like that um effect where you have a show that's popular enough where it's just like oh cool i can check it like you're grabbing some of the audience if they might want to see it again or see or see it for the first time you know that type of thing which 
I think is really good. At least yeah. personally, I don't know. I was and like, no. it's it's like the same reason of why I was okay with like, uh, primal, you know, airing on Adult Swim before two not. You know what I mean? It's just like you're still gonna get like a sizable audience just because they like primal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna begrudge the fact that it isn't premiering on the block. Would I have liked it to? Of course. Like who? Like let's be honest. I made joke about tsunamis. Like it's all right, tsunami. You can go now. <laughs> you your job is done. But like I always want. <laughs> the block to like premiere these types of shows of course especially one that seems to be gaining some traction like this one like it's Mm -hmm. awesome because it's certainly doing better than unicorn princess (laughs) yeah in terms of like you just call unicorn warriors eternal that yep (laughs) i i'm sorry i didn't like it I mean, you don't have to explain yourself to me. I wasn't too up on it either. You have to explain yourself to me. No. Well, uh, no, the thing is, like, I'll say this with that show. Emma was great. So, yeah. like, that at least yeah. had it going because her facial expressions were on point. Absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And a wonderful character overall, too. But, no, I did not like it. That's why I'm very happy about how this one's going because it's like I'm, I was getting characters to Characters the... that I actually find entertaining. <laughs> I know a story that I find interesting, something that I want to focus on. A, I would say this a character that I find attractive too. You're you're winning me over with this. I would say CJ that this show has a harder time on uh, a harder time because it is established characters. How many times can you reinvent Superman for a new age? It's, oh, tell that to that DC movie where they made it like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that also had a mezo in it <laughs> but i mean like i was watching clips of that and i'm like what the fuck is this maybe Look, i'm okay with retelling the, the same biggest, story that's the biggest thing about this show it's so refreshing because we haven't had a good superman in so long <laughs> mm-hmm. this is that's, just that's true superman this is just regular old good boy in blue superman Mm-hmm. And it's so refreshing because we have been so inundated with edgy Superman for so long. And it's it's just refreshing. Yeah, it, it's like uh, what was that show that um, aired on uh, what Kids of UV? It was. um, What was it? The one where he went to Superman went to the 31st Le- century Legion, Legion of, of Superheroes. Superheroes. Yeah, that one. It was it's kind of like that, right? The Legion of Superheroes was like all fun. It was all cool. You know, there was some like relationship stuff in there. They, you know, they took mm-hmm. him back in time and he was like a teenager and everything. And then season two comes in. They split Superman in two to have like blue Superman and red Superman. And they were both edgy and they were both like, oh, kill them all. And I'm like, this is not Superman. This is some, you know character that's like who wants revenge on something that's yeah. not superman himself I seem to recall people actually like the second season of that more than the first well then count me in the minority because i did not <laughs> <laughs> i thought yeah. to myself that's not superman that's some crazy guy that's like has superman powers and the only thing it's that my I chemical romance superman yeah yeah edgy hair it doesn't like help that he's Red voiced Rock. by sasuke no <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Not that Yuri Lowenthal yes. can't also sound like not Sasuke. I, mean, I was about to say look he at was Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, he's a great Peter Parker. He's a he's a great Kal El. He is. It's I I would say this like it has a 
harder time because it has this preconceived notion, but in the opposite way, it's new, it's fresh, it's something different than what we had, right? We had a lot of live action stuff. We had, um, we currently have on what the CW, uh, Superman and Lois, which is kind of like the adult version of this, right? They're established. Superman quit his job. Lois is still writing remotely for the Daily Planet or what? I think he has a job now for like the Smallville newspaper. I'm like, I don't know what your reach is for that, but you're not going to get any uh, Pulitzer Prize for that. But, um, it's it's a different you know it's a different um it's a different way of retelling it and i want to say uh, for someone who likes really likes animation and what they do in it this is a perfect medium for this story of of saying hey this is superman this is him just coming out of college just trying to start his first job and all the missteps in it and that's the perfect thing with superman he makes mistakes and that's why this is Superman. And then that's why I would say this Superman is succeeding because he makes mistakes. He is your everyday person. He is not perfect. He still, yeah, crushes toasters, you know, crushes, you know, the alarm clocks. What um, still gets a bid put on by the, you know, the local bodega run shop <laughs> owner, you know. He still does this stuff, and it's like, oh, I'll fix that door later. He still helps out and becomes the every man that you want to aspire to, but he still lives his life as a person. Him crushing with Lois, and I mean, looking at Superman, I can tell why Lois is in love with him because, it's like, man, that's some good artwork right there. <laughs> but, <laughs> He's I so mean, true. It's funny because it's mean, true. I mean, just look at him. I mean, it's just, it's like looking at him and you see like the pixels and it's all shiny and everything. And I'm, I'm rubbing my eyes. I'm thinking, man, why is it so blurry in here? Um, you're looking <laughs> at it and it's like, I understand why they are crushing on each other. You know? Yeah. looks aside, but it's like they understand, you know, and maybe it's like something of like, they might break up second season or whatever, and then come running back. Boy, I hope so. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's things are plot. seeming a little rocky at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, be there. The I'll be there for the rebound, let me tell you. Way. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I want this show to not rush back to them being, you know, mm-hmm. ev- everything's good. But yeah. I also don't want it to drag it out either. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I, a couple. I have, a fe- I have a feeling things will like I wouldn't say drag I feel like this episode will get resolved to an extent but it'll, it'll be like those soft type of resolves and then like maybe later on it will be more about that but I definitely mm. see how because like they're both going to be involved with trying to help Jimmy you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I have yeah. a, so I have a feeling like like I say and they're so- both going to apologize him profusely yeah yeah <laughs> It's like, Jimmy, we're so sorry. We didn't want you to get kidnapped by a gorilla. <laughs> it's going to be Gorilla Grodd, isn't it? It has to be. <laughs> it I mean, has it could to be. be the Ultra Humanite. Oh, it could be, yeah. But it's probably Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, the way they're doing something, some secret facility out there mm-hmm. pretending it's Bigfoot. Yeah, it, it has to be Grodd. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grodd's more of a Flash villain, but I mean... Yeah, so is Heatwave, but yeah. whatever. It's it's whatever it is. They can throw whoever it is in there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still a good show. Yeah. Man, I do hope that the Flash shows up in this some point because that would be fun. 
Oh, the race? Could you imagine both of them oh, racing? Yes. See that I actually do know about. There you go. I want CK. that. I want that. In, I want that in the second batch. <laughs> no, but as you can <laughs> tell, Ske- second batch. As you can tell, sketch. We're pretty pumped about the series, and I'm. It's happy. It's nice to talk about a fun series that we actually like instead of one that just we have to because it's there. You know what I mean? Because it feels like that's been the case a lot. I know Doctor Stone was a nice little change of pace, but I feel like lately we just haven't really been enjoying the shows that have made it on the block. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah. And it won't stop, because right. I have a feeling we won't necessarily be thrilled with a few shows, but, you know... <laughs> but... I'm actually pretty optimistic about uh, Fooly Cooly Grunch. I actually am, too, but I, I'll put it that it can go away very fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes, for for sure. So it's just one like, of those. A lot of people are like, "Oh, it's so ugly." Oh, I actually don't think it looks know. that bad. I, I think it. I mean, it's not fantastic. I'll give you that, but I think it works for what they're going for. Yes, but like I just meant more so in a sense of like with like Food Wars, uh, uh-huh. uh, Unicorn Warriors Eternal. I almost did it again, but I wasn't going to. I mean, as much as I love. <laughs> Fena Pirate Princess, like the last two episodes really kind of made me sad. Uh, they were trash. <laughs> I don't want to say that to that, but I it, tell you, it took was. a eight, maybe nine show and brought it down to a six. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, like the last like Tsunami original that really caught my attention was Shenmue, and then that's just gone into the ether. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's one of those kind of things where it's been depressing on that front but the fact that like this has at least felt legitimately more upbeat and more enjoyable to consume i'm very happy and i just Mm -hmm. hope i don't have to tweet primal for the sixth time because i mean i got tired of that you know primal's a good show but tweeting out for the sixth time i ran out of stuff to be honest with how you. many I more ran out of anything. can't come up with any more jokes for the same episodes steven steven <laughs> at that point you'd just be like guys we got nothing did <laughs> you just tweet that over and over <laughs> for the show i got nothing for this you want to see an image of a guy like looking through the you know brush and i'm like okay there you go you got something i can only make the same uh, joke like one two more times. two two more things i want to you know this uh this definitely wears its anime influence on its sleeve it is uh the animations outsourced to studio mirror they did legend of korra voltron for netflix you know but so, the internet told me no one like boy korra. this looks like voltron mm. <laughs> sure sketch, looks like voltron sketch the internet told me no one liked legends of korra i mean that's debatable. Uh, thank you. Uh, Do you take all your you. information from the internet, CJ? Well, we work in it, <laughs> so I have no choice. Oh, okay, then. But the thing that I just... I don't even know what to think of it, but the... Uh, well, it's its really charming that it the ending is kind of feels like an anime ending, right? But the opening... The opening is so mid-2000s kids anime dub, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you didn't like the pirate rap? I mean, I have a relationship with the pirate rap, but... <laughs> I'm talking about... Like... You, you know the Naruto opening, right? There are many. The... the <laughs> The American one. Oh yes, yes, oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. 
definitely heavy vibes like that, but also like pretty much any of those toyetic shows that didn't have an opening with lyrics. <laughs> pretty much like any an of those. F&D. Yeah. Oh, you know what it really reminds me of? Uh, the the Prince of Tennis and Mare <gasps> openings. I oh, love oh, totally. Mare opening. I mean, it's just super generic. <laughs> I loved it, though. It was so... The music had me hyped. Eh, fair enough. But the Prince of Tennis one, man. The Prince of Tennis one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh man, so glad we got a proper dub of that. <laughs> so glad. But yeah, it's just yeah, and it also comes off like an AMP for sure. <laughs> for sure, it's such mm-hmm. an AMP. <laughs> yeah, it's actually done by a real band. <laughs> Opening theme, "Up, Up and Away" by Kyle Troop and the Heretics. I didn't. I need to listen to the whole thing then. Congrats for getting paid. It's a <laughs> yeah. very short song. <laughs> hey, you never know. They can make them longer. I definitely could. I mean, I'd say it's it's no uh, fight is one from Avengers or its Mightiest Heroes. That's for sure. Oh yeah, that, that, that's, that's like a, a certified banger. Yeah, it is. The other show that this really reminds me of, as far as superhero shows go, is Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, you're totally right. Because, <laughs> you know, the the animation is deceptive compared to the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at it, it's like, oh, this looks uh, bright, happy, fun. Oh, it gets kind of dark sometimes. <laughs> yeah. How about that? It's an interesting juxtaposition. Hey, it's one of the reasons why I love One Piece. <laughs> juxtaposition. There we go. Mm-hmm. The word of the day. Yes. Uh, the word of the day. We already talked about that on the previous podcast, but it bears repeating. Rest in peace, Paul Rubens. Raise a glass. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. You got anything else you want to talk about, guys? We've been... Going for about an hour. More Lois back shots. Mmm. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> tasteful. Show to be tasteful back shots, though. Yes, tasteful. Okay. Very tasteful. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'll be honest. I prefer that, honestly, because it's like mm-hmm. it's like a tease type of thing. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Leave a little something to the imagination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very important. And if you can't give us more like back shots like we did from that party, just have more parties. There you yeah. go. More parties. Yeah. Lois, yeah. really, you're gonna walk up to very important people and be like, You have to answer my questions. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't. I don't know you. Go away. Make me. <laughs> yeah make me i loved when clark was like you know what mr ivo how about you answer for all of these things <laughs> like yeah and then he got finally, thrown out it finally added up in his head it's like i'm gonna do it finally he's gonna stand yeah. up and it's like yeah you need to be less superman or more clark in that situation mm. yeah i i do want to say that 
question that Lois asked Superman, do you know Clark Kent? And he goes, yeah, it's a fine. Yeah, I know. He's a fine young man. I'm like, there are millions of people in Metropolis. How? how why would you answer that question that way? Uh... I mean, do, you, do you want him to like... Is he like trying to push them together? You know, his alter ego <laughs> trying to like say, "Okay, dude, let me just push you out of here and let's say well, maybe I can." You know. Somebody who constantly saves Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen would probably know who Clark Kent is, but he's never there. Uh, that's a good point. If he's never there, how can he see him? Oh, I just <laughs> seen him over in the corner. Yeah, he's fine. He's okay. Like, <laughs> By the way, perfect timing for him leaving and then coming up the stairs. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I would believe he's not Superman. <laughs> that was fast. He's I mean, very fast. It, it, he could, you know, you could have did the old uh, Flash trick where he was like in Flash, you know, going so fast that he would be in two places at once. A superposition kind of, you know, science thing where he's like oh, two yeah. places at once. But I mean, you know, he's the man of steel. Maybe he can't run as fast. Nah, he can't. He's not that fast don't tell him i said that <laughs> <laughs> keep that our secret <laughs> yeah so oh, if you've been enjoying my adventures with superman or maybe not enjoying it you can throw <laughs> your comments at us at our email at podcast at tunamifaithful.com you can follow us on facebook.com backslash podcast and on twitter at tunamipodcast it's twitter it's x no I will. I haven't updated my phone. It still says Twitter. Me too. I'm never gonna update it. I will keep the bird forever. Forever. I'm gonna give him the bird. <laughs> and you can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Podbean, Podbay, Podcast Addict, Radio.com, Spotify. And the TuneIn app, alas, Stitcher, has been absorbed into another company. And you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. And get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and or X. And read the news, <laughs> views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com. We also have other social media platforms. Hey, Steven. Tell everybody about all our other social media platforms. We are on Blue Sky, uh, the X, Twitter, whatever site that is that from the other guy who made Twitter. Uh, we are on Threads. Uh, that's a fun one. We, we post stuff on there, too. Uh, we are on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, and every other social media network that we can get on. Because, hey, Hive. Yeah, Hive. Are we on I've, Mastodon? Yeah, I think so. At least yeah. we post on there sometimes. I think so. I don't know. Too many <laughs> I, social medias. It, there's too many out there, but hey, just look us up. If we're not on there, I'll give you a thing. You contact us uh, through the email, or you can contact us um, on any of our other social media websites. We will get on the website just for you. Yeah. If you really want it. Yeah. <laughs> And where can they find you, Stephen? Uh, I'm MXA Ghost on X uh, Twitter. I'm you just type MXA Ghost. I'm like that all over, um, except on PlayStation. But 
who wants to play with me in there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's about it. I, uh-huh. yeah, I do social media stuff. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> and CJ, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter. Yes, I'm going to still call it that. Uh, at CJ Maffris, you can find me pretty much on anything with that, whether it be Twitch, threads, anything I can really get my hands on that I feel like I want to. And you can, you know, check out the stuff that I do there, like my weekly Toonami uh, articles this week from Toonami, yada, yada. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You probably won't, at least I hope you won't see me as much because that means things are going good. The more you see me, the <laughs> more things are going bad. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> oh, I don't mean for Toonami. I just mean in general. Uh, <laughs> I like to see uh, CJ when he pops in on the internet. It's fun. Yeah. He doesn't have time for that. <laughs> Not as much too, as I would like. I have to make a lot of... Too busy of... with League of Legends and Pokemon. No, see, okay, okay. I will stop you there. I do not play League of Legends. I will watch it, but I can do things more important while I'm watching. So, like, that's just oh, merely, like, having, oh, like... okay. Like, I don't know, Monday Night Football, if you're a football fan, right? Or a basketball game, like... <laughs> It's that's that's my like League of Legends is that so like I can do that that's my background noise it's whatever um, but yes as sketch is alluded to I am doing VGC you got your fantasy league League of Legends they actually have that and I think it's the dumbest thing I can't do it I could not I'm like this is dumb I just want to watch the games that's it uh, I am doing VGC um, I found out that the next circuit actually starts in september unlike this past year that started in january so i don't have five months vacation i have a month (laughs) until the circuit (laughs) just starts right back up uh i am going to at least see if i can qualify for the world championships um that is happening actually next weekend or at least august 11th through the 13th it's in japan i wasn't going to go to that one because i do not want to get a passport i do not want to fuck up my sleep schedule as bad as it is already so I will hopefully see what the next tournament, Worlds tournament, will be at, and if it's at a country where it won't necessarily screw up my sleep cycle, so I can go straight back to work right after. I will probably go for that. Otherwise, I might just do another for fun thing. But I'm looking at some tournament sketch, and it might be around six to eight. Hmm. That's not no. That's not a whom. That's a you sick individual. <laughs> so. I will at least moderately what, keep is that people... the age of the players? No, I can't face against players <laughs> that old. They do have divisions, though. So, like, what is it? It's juniors, seniors, masters. I'm in the masters. Masters, it's either 18 and over or 17 and over. Uh, juniors is either 14... Or juniors. Seniors is usually 14 to 17 or 14 to 18. You know, like, 14 to 16 or 13 to 16 or, you know, something around there. And then... If you're below either 14 or 13, that's juniors. So they do have age divisions that way. You know, everyone can play, which is very good. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. I have been more focused on that as well as shiny hunting. So that's kind of been <laughs> the bane of my... Listen, listen, listen. It's really easy in Scarlet and Violet now. I really enjoy that fact. I got four today, which was really good. Wow. Am I going to be using them competitively? One, I could, although it'd be kind of a meme pick. But you know what? You know what? Everyone loves Everyone loves Claude Zire. 
Everyone loves it's it's the new Whooper evolution. It's a big pooping log looking thing. It's amazing. It's adorable. I nicknamed mine Pillow. I would hug it. Live your best life, CJ. Uh, you damn right, my friend. You damn right. So I've been very much into that. Um, more so just because I am like it's not me just playing, you know, at home or doing like online stuff. It is. I'm pretty much semi-pro in a sense. <laughs> so I have been very uh, engulfed in that, so to say. I wish I could have enjoyed this break a little more, but first one coming up, first second weekend of September. Woohoo! Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Believe in the heart of the cards. That's the right anime, right? Yes. <laughs> hey, listen, TCG also plays there, so I just... Counted as the same thing, my dog. Through that. So, and Sketch, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. <laughs> I'm also on Blue Sky at Sketch1984. Oh, and I recently dang. unearthed my, uh, one of my Twitter alts that I forgot about. It's uh, at TMNT Riffs, all one word. It's where I post Ninja Turtle stuff. I'm big into Ninja Turtles right now. It's all about the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Why? Because Toonami doesn't give me much to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, but do I? <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be getting some news sometime soon. Hopefully. hopefully. I mean, we, we did get all those updates on the originals, which is fantastic. But that's Mostly for later. Let's talk about what's coming up. <laughs> Nothing. Primal. I <laughs> 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 uh, got into an argument with somebody the other day. They're like, they will play Primal at 1230 before they move one piece up. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> See, you know, Sketch, you're just like cursing everything out there. It's like, you know, so knocking on wood, man. Because I, I don't know if I want to tweet another whole thing of that. <laughs> you know, it is kind of odd that Unicorn Warriors Eternal is nowhere on the schedule <laughs> anywhere on Adult Swim right now. That was one and done, man. <laughs> uh, it'll be back. They did say in the press release for Checkered Pass that on Saturdays they would run that and My Adventures with Superman in the 6 p.m. hour, now 5 p.m. hour, I suppose. Uh, what happened? <laughs> That can't be the only thing they put there, because, well, I mean, they could do double episodes of both, but, well, we'll see. Yep. <laughs> we will see. But we are, you know, pretty early in the month still, at least when we're recording this. I think this one won't. This won't, well, uh, maybe there'll be news by the time I put this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> and maybe I'll add it here, or maybe I won't. Well, Toonami didn't announce a new show, but we did get a schedule update for September 16th, and it's good news for both One Piece and Naruto fans. Starting off the night will be the second episode of Fooly Cooly Grunge. Then at 12.30, it's a full hour of One Piece. And at 1.30, it's a full hour of Naruto Shippuden. And we finish the night with the usual rerun of My Hero Academia at 2.30, 
which wasn't shown on the schedule image, but DeMarco has confirmed that Toonami has not lost the 2.30 time slot. That looked a little concerning at first, and you can bet many conclusions were jumped to, and I am also guilty of this. So it turns out they are willing to air One Piece before 1am, if they have literally nothing else to premiere. We don't know how long this schedule will last. It could just be one week to make up for preempting One Piece and Naruto for two marathons, but I have a feeling that it will last at least a couple of weeks. They could feasibly keep this schedule going until they have another show on deck. I'm a little surprised that they aren't rerunning Dr. Stone, but I suppose that gives them the freedom to start the second half of the season as soon as it's available, instead of being beholden to whenever the rerun ends. I also fully expected a movie to air on September 16th for Batman Day, since that was becoming a bit of a tradition, but it seems WBD decided they would rather show DC animated films Sunday nights as part of the Acme Night block. Well, not gonna lie, that is a better place to air an animated movie if you're gonna air one. It's more than a little discouraging that Toonami isn't immediately starting a new show to pair with Fooly Cooly Grunge, but at least the block is back to five premieres, and it's a nice change of pace to be getting this schedule a month in advance. Kudos to the crew for the timely heads up. I, for one, am looking forward to watching a full hour of One Piece and getting to bed at a more reasonable hour. That's all we have for now, but... They have been making schedule updates weekly, so we'll do our best to keep you informed of any lineup additions. And with that, I return you to the rest of the podcast in progress. But that's okay. Uh, yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this conversation about our adventures with Superman <laughs> and Lois Lane. Hey, he gets me, chat. And she does. <laughs> And uh, we uh, hope you stick around for our next conversation about the show, probably after the rest of the first part of the series ends, like episodes six to ten, probably. Mm -hmm. We will see. But uh, hey, we're, we were way more on top of it than we were with Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> ah, let's just wait till the end. Yeah. Not this time. This time we're, we're at least covering half of it. And we're doing that with Dr. Stone, too. So Let's go. Yeah. Good, good job, us. Uh, mm -hmm. So thank you for listening each and every time that you do. We always appreciate your listenership. And please share the podcast with your friends. I mean, if you know somebody who's into Superman, maybe they'd be interested in this episode, especially if they've been following my adventures with superman and they should definitely follow my adventures with superman and if they've been missing it all this time it is on hbo max so you can get caught up and with that we thank you again for listening and up up and away <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>